Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Painting an ugly picture in Detroit. From street signs to vacant buildings, graffiti taggers are not picky about the canvas. But police have had it with them. Painting up the town, and tonight a task force is taking it to stop. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow and with me as always... Ben Vanell here. It's great to be here on a beautiful Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We're doing things a little <laughs> bit earlier. <laughs> just we, we moved our scheduling so that we could just have not enough time That's right. to look at Gamescom stuff. Exactly. Yep. It's, it, we're, we're doing that. You know how like... People will set themselves a challenge, like if they're working out, they'll put weights on their arms to make it harder. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that happens in real life because all I know about exercise comes from Dragon Ball Z. Oh sure, my <laughs> name's Adam Knox, but um, yeah, what do they? Call? It's like resistance training. It's well, you got to get in the um, chamber. What's that chamber called in Dragon Ball Z? Oh yeah, chamber. time Secrets? chamber. <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> That's Goku in there jacking off. No one knows the, <laughs> none's the, none the wiser. Jacking off. That's a 30 minute episode of just close up of your face. <laughs> <laughs> this is what a penis looks like flaccid. And this is a penis with an erection. Yep. But this is what it is to go beyond an erection. Wait. Blonde hair. Yeah. And this pubes. is a penis with an erection. So yeah. the penis mm. has its own penis and it's erect. Uh, the penis can do it. Well, look. I, I'm not an expert on erections, mm. mm-hmm. um, despite years of trying and trying and screaming at it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Gamescom, go, Gamescom's happening. Yes. It is. Over in Germany, I think. No, no. I think it's in Germany. I think it's in Germany. Good for yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Bad time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, Just good to hype people up with a little announcement the week before saying now there'll be no big reveals. Yeah. <laughs> um, but tickets <laughs> to this are $200 if you want to come. And from what yep. I saw, they were telling the truth. Yep. There were some things that were like uh, uh, mostly sort of trailers for games that are coming soon, like mm-hmm. um, Lords of the Fallen yep. and that Sonic game that's Mortal coming Kombat up. 1, Mortal Kombat 1, some more Com- character reveals. There's some, Sonic- oh, some characters from Mortal Kombat. Oh, cool. Oh, Sonic oh, team wow. did a thing where they're like, we're going to have a announcement. This time, you know, they had the, the exact like time it was going to happen mm. at Gamescom. And then the announcement was, here's the pre-order bonus. Yes. You can play as yeah. Lego Sonic. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yes. Okay. Horse armor. All Fuck right. yeah. Yeah. They do it. Yeah. Because there's that. Oh, we've, should we, before we get too far into the episode, we could announce something as well. Oh, yeah. That we're doing. Oh, in Germany. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're doing PAX Germany this yeah. year, being held in Melbourne, yeah, PAX Australia Os, for the Austro-Hungarian Empire, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the convention centre, the Germany of Melbourne. <laughs> 
they really say that Melbourne is like the Berlin of Melbourne. Yes. Melbourne and Berlin get compared all the time, and I've never been to Berlin, but it makes me not want to go to Berlin for some reason. Mm. Yeah. Well, Melbourne's, well, yeah. the, uh, Melbourne's the fourth member of this podcast, really. Yeah, yes. dude. It's so cool how every week you see a little bit more of the city. Yeah. <laughs> Games and the city. So we're doing uh, a panel at PAX. Yes. That I think the email said you're penciled in for this time, oh. so maybe we won't say the specific time okay. yet. But it might move around. It might move. Right. something. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. sometimes people say penciled, meaning permanent marker. I think it was up to us to confirm. Okay. Right. Um, but... We hold the eraser. They're like, hey, yeah. we've penciled this in, but all we have is more pencils. If we don't t- even have a pen. You, you could guys, grab the paper and eat it yeah. still right you've now. Got a weird, you've got a pen with an eraser on the other end, which is useless in most scenarios. Yeah. But if you're going to be there at PAX Melbourne, Australia, then uh, we'll be doing a panel most likely on the Saturday. Yeah. yeah yes. Most likely in the evening. And I, th- I was going to say, I think all the... Badges are sold anyway, so it kind of doesn't like either you can be, be there or you can't already. You could sneak around. Yeah, I Stealth recommend it. Right in. In. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be people there dressed as things, so you could dress as like a cardboard box and be like, "It's a Metal Gear thing. I'm normal." Yeah, yeah. Be like, okay, well, where's your badge? You'll be like, exactly. Oh, <laughs> I'm also dressed as the Invisible Man, yeah, you but could- only my accessories are invisible. <laughs> <laughs> You could cosplay as the guy who works at the hot dog stand at the convention centre. <laughs> Get your way right in there. Yeah. We um, don't actually recommend sneaking into packs. No. no. But if you're there, mm. uh, we'll be doing a While panel you're down there. Probably yeah. on the Saturday night. So, uh, yeah, come to that if you're around. We'll mention that again closer to the t- yeah. time yeah. so that you remember it more easily. That'll um, be fun. Yeah. I think the last couple of times uh, PAX has happened, either we haven't gone or we did, we did a panel and didn't go... Spend much time there. I'm keen to spend a lot of time there. Yeah, I'm going you know, to yeah. pick up some some fun little things that we can talk about. Mm. Bit of review of the weekend and yeah, any like announcements and shit. Mm. Yeah, uh, I think the last fun. time we went, it was like a really brutal kind of realization of the process of aging, where we all walked into this very loud room and went, <laughs> "This is too much. We need to go outside for a sit down." That's See, right. I've had that from day dot <laughs> when I was like 25 doing this. So like, yeah. uh, <laughs> like where's the quietest place we can sit and eat a, a shit hamburger? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I believe was our actual plan. Uh, that'll be fun though, and we'll yeah. be doing that. We will show you the trailer for the new Sonic game. Yep. Uh, which yeah, they, they there's the new Sonic game coming this year, but they also showed there's going to be like a big free patch for Sonic Frontiers. Mm. Uh, that seems to be adding some stuff people are excited about. It's a I, new story kind of thing, right? Maybe yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. It, like that game. I I was almost really cool. Yeah. So it'd be good if they like were able to pump it up a little bit because it did seem as though it was coming off real, real hot off the Yeah, I kind of want to go back yes. to it. I have a feeling it could be a thing that like you play over summer, like mm. long after the fact. And go, this is now my favourite game of all time. Well, good news. There's a patch coming for it soon. They announced that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I just freaked out. A couple of goldfish over here. Like, wow. <laughs> no, I think PAX, like, the timing of it this year, because it's like, yeah, start of October. Yes. And there's, like, so much stuff coming out October, November. So I think it is good timing for, like, potentially a lot of this stuff being maybe playable um, mm. on the floor there. Yeah, true. Yes. Uh, well, Tekken 8 might be there because that's coming out January 26th next year. That mm-hmm. was a, a thing from Gamescom as well. And I don't think I ever talked about it on here, but I finagled my way into the Tekken 8 beta that they had like oh, a month ago. The Tekkenator. The Tekkenator. Oh. <laughs> that's what they call me. 
And Did they write it like B number eight A? Nah. The Tekkenator would be like I'll be Oh, let her be on the controller back. Yeah. Oh, back's a good I'll way to I'll circle it. Yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> it was the PlayStation more formal version. <laughs> a little more professional. Uh, so I played a Corporate bit of that. Corporate Arnie, I'll circle back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> God damn it. I wish I talked more professionally so I could do more of these. Um, it, it We... We are pleased to inform you that it is not a tumor. I can't. Yeah, I, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. It's not good yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we need you to work on the sixth day. Will that be okay? Saturday. Um, what about this tumor could have been an email? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the break room. Conan the Barbarian is in the office. Um, <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, that's. One. I put the most effort into that yes, one. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, I played some of that, uh, and now that they've got an announced date, and I bet it'll be playable at PAX. Mm. Um, it, it it's looking good. Yeah, it felt fun to play. Did the, you play seven? Uh, a bit, not heaps. Okay. But um, some people got really into that. But I, I definitely played it like when it came out and enjoyed it. Yeah, it was and cool. I like the story and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. The Tekken games have always been great, and it was cool how they had the other Tekken games. In seven. Oh yes, yes. I, I love shit like that. Yes, uh, and this one seemed fun. It was uh, it, it the you know fighting game beta thing where there were a bunch of characters in it, but um, all you could really do was like fight online with people, mm-hmm. and that wasn't working great for me at the time when I tried it. So I sort of did some practice fighting against a non-moving enemy. Hell yeah! Dude. And I won, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but without your confidence, great. yeah. It felt felt like Tekken. Nice. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Was Haihachi there? Uh, yes. Nice. Haihachi was there. Jin Kazama was there. Mm-hmm. He's got one wing, sort of in an angelic form, mm. um, which is a cool original idea. Yes. Uh, I did see, yeah, they've brought a couple of characters back from the dead, which they do every now and then, but yeah. It goes back and forth. I miss Heihachi's dad. The 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 granddad Mishima was in there in Tekken Five. Oh, I never played Five. Big guy, yeah. yeah big lad. Playing as a big granddad was really, really cool. Really yeah. busty granddad. Oh, so <laughs> great in your to area. Seeing my search terms show up in a game was yeah. really fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that'll be cool. Mm. Uh, they showed like a bit of the Modern Warfare Three campaign, which yes. um, looked. Like it was meant to be an expansion, and then they <laughs> expanded it to a full mm-hmm. release. Uh, people are down on that game, and I'm I'm not necessarily sure that I'm not with them. Right, Ooh, that's okay. as committal as I'll get to yeah. joining many, a modern warfare. It's like a Call quadruple of Duty. negative. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to align myself too closely with the Call of Duty internet people necessarily. Okay. Yeah, all right. Even though secretly I'll do the coded language that we all use oh, on the no. internet. <laughs> get out that uh, whistle that only dogs can hear. <laughs> Uh, so they showed a bit. It, it's all stuff like that for the most part. Like, yeah, a lot of that. A lot of games that yeah have been announced, but uh, coming closer. Uh, there's an Armored Core Six launch trailer, which yep. they've already put out. Like you know, an hour of gameplay over the past couple of weeks or mm-hmm. couple out of months. Tomorrow. Yeah. Once you've got the video with like one of the developers kind of like talking over the top of it, mm-hmm. telling you like what they're doing. You don't really need another trailer after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's to me, that's the final video before that's the, you game. Get the game out. Yeah. yeah. There was a moment with um because Jeff Keeley was the host of like the opening night live thing. What? He's everywhere now. Yeah. It's not even his event. <laughs> I think he does the opening night live. Oh really? Thing. Yeah. Fucking. So hell. he goes to Gamescom and he's like, Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll start it. Don't Why worry. hasn't the FTC 
got a hold of Jeff Keeley. He's got a monopoly on this shit. Mm. Give him a monocle, I say. Give cause... us a monopoly. <laughs> Give us the monopoly game. I knew it. The leftists are only interested in fairness because they want to get above. <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 will be a rehash of... Um, so the, But yeah, so he was talking to Todd Howard on the stage oh, about sure. Starfield that is coming out soon and was like, now Todd, isn't it pretty funny that uh, people have already made character creation versions of you which he seemed like a bit surprised by because that footage is from like copies of the game that people shouldn't be playing and sharing. Yeah, how? Yeah, that's crazy. So (laughs) he was like, "Huh, yeah, man." (laughs) Pretty weird. The FTC is going to get a ring later, even though they'll probably not have anything to do with it. (laughs) Pretty weird how that guy fucked your wife last week, hey? (laughs) In front of a live audience. (laughs) Uh, There was like another stage rushing guy. Oh yeah, all the same. The same guy, right? No, a different guy. Oh, a different guy? I, thought it was I think a different guy. guy. Yeah, right. Uh, well, they also, uh, there was an announcement of Little Nightmares 3. Yes. Which is pretty cool. The first two are really good. It has been made by different people yep. now. Mm. The, the first two, don't remember the name of that developer, I'm sorry. But the, this one is being made by Supermassive, who are like uh, 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 The Quarry the, and those ones. Oh, right. Right. So that they until dawn, yes. Yes. Those guys, all the, the various men of Medan. Mm-hmm. Um, that looked fine to me it yeah. still looked like and, and they were able to capture like horror movie tropes so well in those yes. things that they clearly are able to take something outside of themselves and uh deliver a version of it well yeah if yeah that makes sense it's so, such a strong aesthetic in those games that yeah, yeah. just taking that and building on that yeah because uh, i saw people being a bit worried about that too about but i think it's just because people don't like change myself included but i'm willing to accept it in the world of video games which is why i'm so drawn to them <laughs> <laughs> it lets me experience it safely uh so that looked cool to me an mm. announcement of a uh, a cool looking little hand-drawn sort of platformer called thank goodness you're here yeah put out by panic um, really cool style to it. Yeah. Looks looks neat. Looks kind of yeah. You were saying off air, Adam, that cartoon networky sort of style. Ben picked it up first. Ben Ben was first. Yeah, with I that showed scoop. it to Adam, and then he said, "Yeah, Cartoon Network." <laughs> but the first person, it was a, it was a collab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam X Ben <laughs> thinks this looks like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the same. The people, the Goose Game people, are publishing it, but not developing it. Is yes. that right? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. British <clears throat> developers. Which yeah, again, we were like Tommy, Tom, uh, Tommy. Yeah. Pointed this out. Well, now it's Tommy X Ben. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, it looks like uh, it's it's set in a British town." I thought it would be maybe made by British people, and then it is. Yeah, I confirmed it doing research. Well, because we, initially <laughs> we thought it was made by the Goose Game. Yeah, people. Yes. and for anyone overseas, there's a uh, show here that's just returned yeah. to massive fanfare called "Thank God You're Here." It's, it's like. The second it was on, seeing like Aaron Chen is twending, trending on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. cool. Good job, Aaron. Maybe yeah. one of the most like popular comedy shows that's ever been on here. Yeah, it's like it, it's our whose line is it anyway? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. went away for a while and then it, it's just recently back. So we were saying it was kind of odd mm. slash funny that an Australian dev would cheekily call their <laughs> yes. call their game a sort of similar name. But yeah, this looks cool. I think they tried international versions back when the Australian one was popular too. Yeah, I th- they yeah, did. Yeah. They did a US version that I god, I was it I think it might have been Jason Alexander hosting yeah. it. Praise yeah. God you're here. <laughs> In America, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, I I do love that these two games got announced and then it's like, you know, a week ago you have them going. There'll be no uh 
There'll be no big reveals at uh, this game's con. Don't get too excited. And it's like you're working on Little Nightmares 3, which yeah. is like, come on, man. It's got its fans. Yeah. It's got a whole extra digit added to the end. <laughs> this is a new game. Fuck you, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. VFTC's getting another phone call. Well, there was no Kojima game. So, you know, yeah. for Jeff, that's what that means. He I did announce tell when the Game Awards will be, which, it, guess what? Same time as every year, like December 7th or something. I've okay. never watched a Game Awards because they're always on the same weekend as a music festival. Yeah. Yes. That I go to every year And I don't get any reception down there So for the amount that I That, that I slash we talk about Jeff Keighley on this podcast I actually have no idea what he looks like <laughs> I've never seen him in action I've like reported on things that he said and done mm. after the fact Because I get back from Meredith and I just watch the trailers Like yeah. I'm not yeah. sitting through the whole show And that might be the, the biggest chasm of anyone in my, <laughs> in my life that I talk about and yet have no idea what they look like. I, and I, you know what? I want to leave it that way. Okay. Don't I, try and tag me in any photos of him <laughs> or like send them over Instagram. This is you like don't get trolled so hard. <laughs> when people play like Whamageddon around Christmas time, that's you with Jeff Keighley trying yeah. to avoid seeing him in a shopping centre. No, totally. Mm. Or if I ever do see him, I'm going to have that thing like where that we get all the time where people are like, oh, I've listened for four years and yeah. I finally saw yeah. photos of you. Huh. You all look fucked. Never pictured you as disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> me, me meeting Jeff Keighley and being like, you look so different to how I thought you would look based on me talking about you <laughs> and never engaging with anything you've <laughs> Have you you've seen recorded. the Chic Hydro bot? I've seen the Chic Hydro bot, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, I've he seen looks dozens like our- and dozens of hours of Jeff Keighley yeah. live, direct to the eyes. Yeah. And he's, he's good at what he does. He is, yes. He could be. It could be a lot worse. Yeah. He looks like Alan Tudyk. The people yeah, okay. out yeah. of like you, son of a bitch. <laughs> the people who regularly host things as well, like you know the Jimmy Kimmel to the Oscars type of mm, thing. Mm. I think he's one of the most consistent, unannoying hosts, despite the fact that all of the shows he's a part of are. Ad machines, yeah, churned out constantly. Which you got to make your money somehow. And in the yeah. middle of this podcast, we'll demonstrate. Absolutely, mm. but uh, we'll yeah. do them funnier than Jeff Keighley, though. <laughs> Definitely, I yeah. fall over halfway through all of our ad reads. Yeah, it's good just, shit. Just for a bit of a laugh. Hmm. I do love the guy. There's like Nintendo had this guy in the '90s who I forget his name, but he was kind of Mario. He started out, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to he, him. We'll get to him. Okay. They he started out as like a play tester, and then they would just oh. kind of like wheel him out at public hmm. events. What's his fucking name? No, I don't remember, but I think I've had him in the intros to this sometime. Right. Because he would do all of the, like, when the news back in the 90s was like, now, why the fuck is anyone giving a shit about a video game? Yes. He'd be like, well. The kids are calling him Mario. And it's all these people being like, did you go to college? Like, how come you're doing this? Oh, yeah, that guy. He was Nintendo's games master was his official title. Like he, (laughs) And he kind of... He ended up like hating that role because he liked playing the video games and he was he was like a playtester and he would write guides for them. Mm. And then because so much of his schedule became going around to shopping centers and stuff, he just had less time to actually play the game. So mm. he was like, I'm the guy that everyone knows as the Nintendo man, but I'm actually really sad because now I have less time to play my Nintendos. And then he ended up going and working for Sega. They poached him. Whoa. Yeah, he Damn. bailed. And, uh, the ultimate traitor. I know, yeah. They it's were like, like going over to the Soviet Union. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> we'll get him where it really hurts. Yeah. This old man wearing a bow tie. That was his thing. He'd come out in a little bow tie. People would be like, wow, this guy knows everything about video games. <laughs> Maybe the Fuck guy yeah. I'm thinking of is a different guy. Uh, I don't remember if this was from Gamescom com, mm. but it was around the same time. Like there was some more stuff about those uh, that like port collection of Metal Gear Solid that's coming soon. Oh yeah, yes. a whole the bunch master of- collection <laughs> volume one. So good. 
the uh, a lot of outlets got a little hands-on time with it. Right. An hour of only the Switch version, which has been kind oh. of a, a a thing that's been mentioned a lot in the in these previews is like why why did they only let us go mm. hands-on? I guess yeah. that is a good way of getting out of the way people's queries about how these games are going to run on the Switch. If you give people the hands-on well, and with that the, and the assumption is they'll run better on the yes. other ones. So, yes. But it did lead to them having to clarify that the uh, relatively dog shit way they ran on the Switch yes. will not apply to the other consoles much. But it like... it's And, and it's not surprising that because the state of what Konami is these days, but mm. like uh, they seem, you know, like as quicker job of a bunch of ports as you could and there's like cool stuff in there like there's all these art books and whatever yeah. and like mm. all the different versions of games but then like the so metal gear solid 2 and 3 are from the hd collection which came out in like 2012 and on the screen it still says like hd collection copyright 2012 konami right stuff like no that update, level of yeah like it, and so it, on the switch it's like the worst these games have ever run worse than the ps2 and like the mm-hmm. vita ports and everything huh uh, like dropping down from 30 sort of frames and 720p type of thing. And then on the PS5, it's like 1080p and whatever. They're all games. So like uh, that's not worse than how they were initially presented in those yeah, PS5 that, versions. But it's like, oh yeah, this is a quick, quick fucking The consensus mm, seems to be that like job. so much care has gone into the bonus content, all the art books and the like... I think the old NES games are on there as well. Yeah. So people are really... And like, oh. And that's... It, they're like a separate download in European regions and stuff. Like right. they had to go to the effort of getting the licenses for these games that weren't like the same group of people. Mm. Yeah. For This is like Metal Gear on the NES and then Snake's Revenge, which is like not a like canon Metal Gear thing. But mm. it is really cool that all that stuff's in there. And it's a shame that these will be like not kind of definitive versions that's yeah, what you that's look what people, for yeah that's right. what the consensus seems to be like a lot of love and care has gone into the the extra stuff like the bonus material so it's like well but can't you put that into the games mm. the games are the thing that really really matter yeah so yeah but, but hey speaking of uh really shot him in the fucking foot showing the switch version and having to be like no not all of them are as fucked yeah, yeah. But some of them run slightly better than the vita versions did <laughs> <laughs> but i guess yeah good to get that out of the way rather than that be the thing when they launch and yeah because yeah i've been playing uh speaking of slapdash ports I've been playing oh, yes. Red Dead Redemption One yes. on the Switch, and uh, yeah, you know, it's it's a it's just a straight up port. Mm. It's um, you know, probably too much for some people the the price tag of it, given that. But uh, I'm having a really good time with it. It it you know it holds up in a story and perform. I think that's the main thing that Rockstar really nail is their their performances, the mm. the performances that they get out of their voice actors and the direction of it, and then the script that they're working with is the thing that I think really helps a lot of their stuff stay evergreen and kind of allow you to overlook the fact that, yeah, it's like a PS3 era open world game. So it's the beginning of it is very like, this quest is now just go to this part of the map Mm -hmm. and do this. Now this second quest is go to this part of the map that's in a different direction and do, you know, it's just like very, very slowly and sort of inelegantly just like showing you all the different areas but um, it's 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 good. It runs well on the Switch. It's I, I kind of feel like maybe their priority was we want this game to be available on the Switch, which is probably part of why they didn't bother to do any extra work to it. Because mm-hmm. if you 
supered up for the PS4 and 5, then you are going to be putting an inferior version out on the Switch or it might not run as well. So mm. I can kind of see the logic in just going, just put out these two versions that are kind of at parity. Like we won't, right. you know, if we if we do too much to it, then we're going to have to work out how we get that to run on the Switch and that's mm. then even more work on top of that. I saw a thing that was like someone got the Switch version running at 60 frames mm. on the Switch, on like a hacked on Switch. Like a hacked switch oh. yeah. But that was like overclocking the whatever in mm-hmm. innards of the switch mm-hmm. so kind of not what rockstar could have done i'm yeah. sure nintendo doesn't go like hey go nuts yeah right. tear it apart who gives yeah. a shit the battery will run down in five minutes yeah overheat the cunt yeah. we don't care we yeah. got the switch 2 coming baby yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of which i i read this thing about the in tears of the kingdom the the blood moon thing that oh, yeah. like that respawns all the enemies and it's it's set to an actual clock in terms of inside the game. I think it's like 160 mm. minutes or something every every 160 minutes it happens. But it also will happen to uh, free up memory with the Switch. Oh, that was there's the too same much the stuff going on. Well. Yeah. yeah. So you can you can trigger it. And I read all this stuff about ways that people are like trying to get it to kick in as quickly as possible. If right. you like put a million bananas everywhere, yeah. then at some point the game will be like, you've got too many bananas. Or like the Lionel bow that shoots three arrows at once. Mm. And if you attach like the, what is it? The, the thing that you can attach that makes like water come off the mm. arrow when oh, you yeah, shoot the little it. Hydrants. So if you're shooting three of them at once and then it's going, it's like doing all this splashing effects all at once. Right. The game goes, all right, chill it's out. We need now. a reset. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, like I am not. I, I I don't feel like I've paid too much for this game. I've never played it before. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. holds up from an, an experience point of view. I think I'm going to get a lot of hours out of it. So in the sense of you know, I I do feel like it's a good return on investment. Like I know technically uh, speaking, like it's it's yeah, it's an old game. It is pretty lazy. But I think if you just want to experience the first game it holds up it's cool playing it sort of like chronologically in Mm. the order from having played two and now playing this and it's cool to see all that stuff and yeah i do wish it was in the same engine as two and it had like you know two looked so beautiful and there are a couple of moments in this where like i'm riding around and the ground textures are so muddy and Mm. you're like ah yeah it would be nice to have this all in the same world and looking as good as two did but it's uh, yeah, I think it is. If you just as an experience of playing the game, I think it's I I, I think it holds up. It, it plays really well, especially if you treat it as a Switch game that you can take portably. Although it is kind of the same thing with the Konami, like not even you know updating the year on the mm-hmm. title screen. Right. I don't mind the multiplayer stuff not being in there. I you know I, I don't have any interest in engaging with it. I know some people are mad about that. That I can kind of understand not being in there. But then in the opening credits, it's all coming up and it's still got like multiplayer uh, director. And like that (laughs) kind of annoys me more than the multiplayer not being in there. It's just like the laziness of like, well, you, but then you're referring to something that's not in this package. They'd also like, get in trouble for not crediting the people who worked on yes. the original yeah, game. Because yeah, yeah. people do get in trouble for that sort of thing now too. Yes. That's the thing that weirdly just like sticks out to me and irks me more. Like the, yeah, the not updating yeah. the, the ports in Metal Gear Solid is one thing, but the like not even having a like fresh copyright screen on the thing. <laughs> or like, yes. you know, sometimes I haven't even like changed the labels for the buttons when it's like oh push right you know it's just still yeah. referring back to like what the button was on the original console that's looking sort of for stuff memory card me. i mean uh, <laughs> yeah, well, never mind. it does it does a little bit of that like you turn it on and it's like uh could not find a save file for red dead 
Redemption, would you like to start one? It's like, what game ever asks you this? It's just <laughs> like, these days, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, with the Switch version for sure, like as a port, it's like, yeah, that that is about what the Switch can handle. I get with the PS5 and whatever, it'd be nice for it to be higher resolution and stuff. But uh, I think their priority just was, let's get this on a console that is going to reach... Mm. A fresh batch of people for who the probably Switch weren't ever engaged with the first one. For that yeah. Switch version, Original. it's cool. Undead Nightmare was cool as well. Mm. Um, I miss Rockstar doing stuff like that mm. yeah. and doing the expansions for their games because uh, like, the success of GTA Online is obviously the thing that blew that out of the water as a thing that they do anymore. Because they never did anything for Red Dead 2, did they? They had the online stuff that yeah. no, it didn't. I didn't really hear about anyone uh, picking that up. Like It's still, like, it's still it's going, one of the I more mean, popular like streaming games. And they yeah. stopped like updating it at some point yeah. earlier than people, I guess, expected because yeah. of how long GTA Online has gone for. I just don't really ever... Yeah, I don't really ever see anyone like posting about it or any chatter about it in any of our... Uh, Online groups. So this, yeah, mm. it certainly didn't seem to have the popularity of uh, GTA Online. I see a lot of people posting like 30 second clips of killing like a giant albino alligator and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. That's still happening, but um, it's obviously it's not GTA Online. Because yeah. weirdly, that like epilogue bit kind of feels like DLC a little bit. Like, mm, that could right. have been something that you held back Six and then released. Later, yeah. 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 It was cool that that was it. And like, Red Dead 2 is complete. It's yeah. just like yeah. the, and so was Red Dead One. Yeah, and it's cool how they found a way to do an expansion for it that was just this like weird, silly side thing. Yeah, that was still pretty big, and you know, like uh, I'm interested to see what you think of that. It's mm. cool, it, like it's weird. Yeah, it is really weird playing it, and they're like referring to like yeah, he's hunting down Bill Williamson and like talking about Dutch and being mm. like. Oh yeah, all those boys, but like trying to detach myself from that and being like, no, if you'd gone in fresh, yeah, you know, this would have been like, oh yeah, who, what, yeah. so who's this guy and who's he, who's this Dutch guy? And in one, they don't have like a ton of character to them, but then they did a great job in two of mm. like reworking that backwards and making the people they were in two like really detailed and intricate yeah. and then still fit really well with one. Yeah, yeah taking the, been... those two characteristics they had in one. Because yeah. Dutch oh, okay. talks to you all of fucking four minutes total or something maybe in yeah. Red Dead right. 1. He's like, oh, I like, yes, I like gold. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's just... I think this is skin, yes. It's 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 so good. It's, it's cool <laughs> how Marsden's just there hanging out. Like he's... Yeah, you yeah. sort of talk to him a little bit in two, but he's just... He's, he's like, just kind of around, and I imagine yeah. like yeah, and he's having, way younger in two, and he's like yeah. more naive and a bit of a dork. Yeah, you have and those then, missions with like the sun and stuff. You know, like there's a bit of bonding with Master. Yeah, and yeah. then in one, it it again like transfers well to like his character in one does seem like the older version of the one in two. Right, yeah, fully. and then. Uh, I really liked in Red Dead One his like role in most of that story is to be like. Man, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this is so stupid. Like yeah. he's he's bewildered a lot of the time in a fun way. Mm. Yeah. But it's it's yeah, it's fun. And that's the main thing is just like yeah, the performances are so good. It really does carry you through it. Mm. Like, yeah. But um having a good time with it. Yeah, nice. This episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped. They've got tools for click grooming your tools. Oh. Yeah? That's Don't really good. Don't steal it from yeah. me. <laughs> Copyright, I'm a competitor now. No, I <laughs> wouldn't the, be because I couldn't compete with uh, yeah. the quality products of mm. Manscaped. The Binford of pubes. 
The what? Binford. Binford Tools. Binford Tools. The oh. fictional tool company. The fictional tool company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Except a tool guy, real. even in fiction. Oh, man. Tim the Tool Man Taylor doing a live tool time with the uh, Weed Whacker 4.0. Oh, God, I yes. wonder what would go wrong. Well, probably it nothing. My even penis off. <laughs> even Tim the Tool Man Taylor would yes. find it impossible to have any kind of incident. Al Borland <laughs> using the beard hedger, getting rid Ooh. of his beard. Oh, the Wilson using the beard hedger and Tim doesn't notice because yes. you never see yes. his face. Yes. Yes. Uh, those are just some of the hilarious options <laughs> that you could participate in if you had a set of Manscaped uh, personal grooming products I, at your disposal. I do, thankfully. Uh, yep. And I'm going on holiday uh, next week. Nice. And guess what? It's very handy when you go into an overseas country. Yeah. Uh, grooming products that you charge using USB. Yeah. Yes, right? man. Ben's looking forward to hearing a few like, lovely pubes, governor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, give me a suck of your penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Manscaped make great things. You can have a look at it. Uh, Why are you moving on so quickly little, from little, that? Little chimney sweep child trying to go up that nose to clean it <laughs> yeah. out. Oh, there's nothing in here. Oh, wow. That's good. <laughs> uh, the, the, the trim trimmery, trim trimmery, we, trim trim your pubes. Yeah. Sure, yeah. You can um, use Manscaped to get full- that job, dude. <laughs> Fully exposed Dick Van Dyke. Yes. <laughs> uh, Manscaped is the place to go and Filthy is the code to use to yes. get your Manscaped products for 20% off and you get free shipping as well. Ooh. I wish I got free shipping on my bloody trip. Oh, yes. <laughs> Put yourself in a little box and be like, I'm a shaver. Yeah. yeah. And they'll let you over. Uh, yeah, go use go use the code Filthy at Manscaped when you're, when you're checking out with your beard hedger or your lawnmower or whatever you like to get. Yes. 20% off and free shipping. Filthy. Casuals. Just filthy for the code. (laughs) (laughs) Young Australians have never been more lonely, yet loneliness is rarely discussed and often misunderstood. Season two of the We Are Lonely podcast is a part of Medibank's 10-year commitment to reduce chronic loneliness in Australia. Follow the journey of four diverse 20-somethings on their search for connection. It's shocking enough to know that half of us will feel lonely this week, but it may surprise you more to learn that young adults are some of the loneliest people in Australia. If we learn to understand and manage feelings of loneliness, it can be a normal part of the spectrum of human emotions. Just as we all get hungry or thirsty, we all get lonely. It's a normal part of being human. But if it becomes chronic, it can have the same impact on us as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Over this six-part reality podcast series, four young people meet with mentors and experts who will help them build strategies to reconnect. Through their stories, we understand the reality of loneliness in Australia, experienced by a generation that theoretically has never been more connected. Follow four vastly different young adults as We Are Lonely unpacks the complexity of emotions that come with this formative period in our lives. We Are Lonely is available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Search for We Are Lonely and listen today. Speaking of performances, it's the end of a long era. Was Mario 64 the first time that Charles Martinet voiced Mario? Was that the first time Mario had a voice even? I, I think... I think so. I, it must I'm have pretty been. Because sure. yeah. Baby Mario cried. He cries. And before that, I don't think he had a voice. So I guess Mario 64 was the first. I might be wrong about that. I should have looked that this up. This feels I like t- a t- trivia yeah. thing where it's like everyone assumes that, but there's like it's some like obscure. Hotel Mario like, yeah, or they something. did a thing oh. for like a 3DO or something. Well, there was he's... those like the anime series and the Western animated series and stuff. He had it definitely in the Western one. He was like a New York plumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but for the games, I really, I yeah, I feel like that's most people's first memory of him speaking. Right. It's certainly mine. Uh, and so the end of an almost 30-year era of Charles Martinet being 
Mario, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi. That's the big thing, right? Him doing any time they recut. So he they Nintendo announced in a very weirdly Nintendo way, just mm. a just a block of just a, a, a like a tweet that yeah. was like bit of news and then a big block of text and it was like twelve forty one a.m. Oh. Bing, Nintendo's <laughs> messaged you. Hey, Charles is out. And you're like, fucking what? Yeah. yeah. It's like, what's this announcement going to be? I was like, I got excited. I was like, is this them announcing the new console? <laughs> They're yeah. just doing it. Yeah, no yeah. No video, no image, just a big block of text. You up. <laughs> yeah. Charles is out. Pretty clever way of doing it, to be honest, where like... A fiendish way. Giving him his <laughs> like... Like they said, Charles Martinet is uh, retiring from his role as like the voice of Mario and everything. He'll still be a Nintendo ambassador. Yes, which Which kind of it feels like this is the other weird thing is like it feels like he's stepping into that role of like the guy I was saying before Mm. who became the like Nintendo games master back in the day who they had this guy who they just kind of wheeled out publicly to Uh, be like, how good are these games? From the stories I've heard about him in real life, I'm willing to bet that at least part of it is them going... We won't be able to stop him doing the voice at pubs. No, absolutely. Right. So we'll just say he's a Nintendo ambassador so that all of the time when he's out and about and he says, thank you for the coffee. Yeah. Well, we he's a very like, like... That's Nintendo still. Don't worry It's about not it. copyright infringement. <laughs> we don't have to sue him like we do everyone. Yeah. I wonder if... I mean, yeah, it's. It, I guess it is just them knowing that he's like such a big personality so it is in their best interests to like... Yeah, still bring him out at conventions and he's... Yeah. And he'll want to do that stuff still, I'm assuming. Like, he's not said anything about it, but he hasn't said, I'm retiring completely or whatever. Yeah. So. Right. And also, they the the whoever they've got doing it now, they're probably just like, well, this guy is just a good voice actor who doesn't have the same, like, goofy IRL spirit that he does Charles goofy does. goofy as well? Yeah, he does goofy. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so this is the, the timing this, of the, it. The, what? what? <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the thing that I think, yeah, is, like, kind of clever about it is they put out all the wonder stuff and, like, that mm. WarioWare game and all the trailers for that, like, back in June or July or whenever that was. Mm-hmm. And people were like, is that a different voice at the time? But then heaps of other people were like, no, I think it's still the same. Yeah. Mm. And I don't remember if we talked about that, but I didn't notice it. Mm. And now they've said... He's not in Wonder. He's not in the WarioWare thing. This yep. is new people. So they gave them a chance to make an impression without mm. being judged as the replacement. Yeah, that's a good point. I kind of thought it was weird timing because, like, you had the movie and he's got the little cameo in yeah. there. And then right. they started announcing all this stuff and people were speculating about it. I, I kind of felt like when I saw this yesterday, the fact that they then just sort of... The, the fact that people were speculating felt a bit weird to me. It mm. felt like it might have been a bit of a nicer timing thing around the movie to right. go like... Because he kind of... Who is he in the movie? He's like Mario's dad. He's like someone in the in Mario's family. The last, so like, he's the guy at the... the um, he's playing Jumpman, right? That's right. And he says something like, those are my boys or something like that. So the last line he yeah. recorded is saying like... Mario and Luigi are his boys. I kind of felt like it, the timing of that would have made a bit more sense. And then you go, yeah. clean slate, here's the direct, we're, we're announcing all this new stuff that's I, a different voice. But you're right. It, inevitably, it there would have been so much like, these guys are bullshit. This sounds nothing like Mario. <laughs> yeah. And now we can live in a world where people are like, you thought it was him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That is but not everyone. Not was, everyone. <laughs> there was a and lot now, of people. If you d- uh, Wario especially, looking back on it now, like, yeah, he did sound a bit different. Right. Yeah. And I think at the time, maybe we were like, well, he's getting older and he is getting older and I assume that's it, just the voice is more taxing or he's just yeah. the time and age or whatever. Yeah, I wonder Yeah, so I wonder who the new person slash people are because it's pretty unlikely that you would get, you know, that that is the thing when you replace these guys. Is I like, think 
that well, a person who does like six voices, mm. it's pretty hard to find someone who can also do, do those exact same six. Like you have to divvy them up, you know? I think they, that I, they, Nintendo haven't like said, and now it's these people. Because mm. I'm assuming they're also hedging their bets to be like, well, let's not get ourselves too in bed with them yet just sure, in case sure. yeah. this day and age and whatever but like yeah it's Justin Roiland <laughs> <laughs> that oh god I would hate to have to not buy Mario yeah. Wonder yeah well Charles Martin it became well, you know he became the guy and the personality because he'd been doing it so long so exactly. I don't think it's right. going to be like this same it'll probably just be like you look in the credits when you get Wonder and it's like, oh, yeah. that's the new guy's name. And it's I not going to be this big, like, ta-da. People kind of f- have figured out or know or whatever or it wasn't hard to find, like, who it is doing at yeah. least Mario. Right, sure. Um, and I wonder, like, they maybe do just want it to be a bit of, like, he's Mario. Like, maybe that's a bit of part of it too, of, like, Charles Martinet having being this big personality in real life and people mm. really knowing him. There probably is a little part of Nintendo where they want Mario to exist as just this, like, Almost like supernatural entity, you know. It's like yeah. there isn't a real life person doing the voice of him. He's Mario. Yeah, he just exists. Well, you know? I, I, he, Martinette's my Keely. I've never seen what he looks like, <laughs> right. and I also like I never played sixty four at the time. Like right. I don't really think of Mario having a voice at all. Mm. And when I do hear the like wahoos, I'm like. That's lame. So <laughs> I kind of, I'm already in that position of like, Mario's Mario. Yeah. Mickey Mouse is Mickey Mouse. Right. I mean, like, as far as I know, Walt Disney's still doing the voice. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't really. <laughs> they just unfreeze his head for yeah. seconds at a time. They thaw like, out the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I don't, would he ever have done the voice? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. I don't, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Disney's a great example where we were talking about with Illusion Island, where they just, mm. you're back in the day. Oh, these characters only need to talk for yeah. two seconds at a time, and now they make full animated series of them where Donald Duck's having to go. And clearly, for with like Mario, five minutes of text. Yeah. With Mario, any motherfucker in the world can do his voice. Yeah. Chris Pratt can do his voice. We don't give a shit. So, like, yeah. but yeah. they're keeping the same Mario voice for the game. I, that's it. I am yeah. so glad yeah. that Wonder has already been announced. And they've already said that that's not that the new person is doing him in that game. Yeah. Because if it was if we didn't know about any upcoming Mario games and all they'd said was it's not Charles Martinet anymore, I would be going, oh god, they're getting Chris Pratt in full time. <laughs> well, they're merging the video be, game and movie. You'd universes. be a moron, <laughs> as if Chris Pratt is full time doing Mario. Well, but I, it's I like six wahoos a yeah. year. Like you could do <laughs> yeah, exactly. it because like no, before they bef- couldn't afford that. He's a Hollywood superstar. But they got him for the Hollywood version. Yeah, yeah but the uh, well, the movie made a billion dollars. And the games in the make contract a billion dollars. Like... It could. There's a there's a world where it could like David Harbour's in uh, that fucking you know, b- 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 big expensive famous people do games plenty now. But we could have lived in that world. Well, I guess Kiefer Sutherland did. Well, he only did one game, right? He what? did two. two well, games. like he did the two episodes of Metal Gear Solid Five. But yeah, being. Being Mario is a is a little different. But if you're Chris Kevin Pratt, Spacey being in Call of Duty, but true. like it, it, it well, is. But like in a lot of I, ways. I'm st- <laughs> I'm still glad that like they're keeping. Let me be Mario. Keeping Mario, Mario. <laughs> Let me be Mario. But you you imagine if you're Chris Pratt and you've already done him in the movie, and then they come to you and go, "Wild proposition. Do you want to for a little extra? That's not going to be the same as what you get for a film. Do you want to be him in the game? You just are him now. Mm. You now this yeah. this." One of the world's most iconic characters is now 100% you. I think you'd be like, hell yeah. Well, often yeah, like Mark that- Hamill's voice is in the pool string Luke Skywalker mm, and whatever. Mm, like mm. It, 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 it would, could easily have been put in his contract, I, I think. 
Um, or I would just think they want. Like, I I would be thinking that they're not going to have him be the like, wahoo! They they're going to get like, yeah. him to start sounding. If it's not Chris Pratt, it's a sound alike where they're going to want to like merge. Right. Uh, that that is what I would mm. be worrying that they're wanting to like have a bit more synergy with the world of the movies and the games. Exactly. And I'm right. glad that whether we it's Chris now, Pratt or I not, I don't have to have that like couple of months of fear before they announce a new thing that we just know like exactly. No, they're just going to continue. They're, they're two kind of separate streams of the character. Mm. They could have gotten like a Chris Pratt alike to be like, wah. Wahoo! Yeah. So like, <laughs> whoa! I'm, I'm go- oh, oh. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. Oh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, we had to use some lines from his other shows. Yeah. So we couldn't afford yeah. it for we, the whole we day. We sort of ran out of money. Mm. We needed one more little sample. But yeah, so Mario is still going to be the classic Mario. Mm. We all know. It is weird deeply, that Martin deeply hasn't love. weighed in yet. Yeah, he's out there. I think it's interesting that he hasn't posted a video. Maybe he's enjoying his retirement or whatever, or maybe... Or he's got an NDA. (laughs) If he takes it really badly and he does start doing Let Me Be Mario videos, that would be every Christmas day for the next couple of years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but hey, that good job for all those games that you did, Charles. Yeah, (laughs) goddamn years worth. And playing like, yeah, four... Four characters, yeah. Maybe more. I don't know if he yeah, did probably, any. He's probably here and there. While, while you're in the booth, Charles, give us yeah. a. We got give this a new toad. little. Uh, I've heard. We've got a little rat we're thinking might be in one of the games. <laughs> give it a give it a nudge. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, okay. There we go. I have heard over the years combined, likely hundreds of hours of his voice going. Wow. I mean, there is part of me where you could tell me that it's like they. They are still using some takes they got of him back in 1999 in games that they're putting out now. Yeah. And I'd believe that. You know what I mean? Like, Why aren't game, they? Game to game. He, you know, yeah, it's not like Mario's not delivering any like monologues to camera. Yeah. He's saying basically the same four things in every game. And they've been saying that like at when the speculation about this was happening too of like, well, how much even in Odyssey was new? Because like he mm. does say, because like, you know, there was nothing from Mario Galaxy where he's like, I'm wearing a weirder hat now, or whatever. Yeah, now I'm like, a <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but was he saying that in Odyssey? Like he yeah. had some other stuff, and they redo the Wahs and the Wahoos between the games, <laughs> right? For some <laughs> the reason, the idea that you're in the yeah. booth with him, and there's like someone there who's got the tape of all the audio from the previous Mario game, and they're like, Charles, it's sounding a bit too similar. Come mm. on, we need a we need a fresh Wahoo. You can't like just yeah. having to listen back to it and be like. It's too similar, Charles. Come on. <laughs> it's 2017. That's not going to fly anymore. <laughs> yeah. We've only got these voice lines forever, so we have to just cut together whatever he's going to say with what we already have. So the only things he can do is ask who somebody is. We mm-hmm. can do that. Yep. Cut out the what. You've got a who. And he can ask for water like a baby would. Yeah. Mm. Wah, wah. We, that's it. That's yep. all Mario does forever now. Yep. Yeah. Ben, you got to treat yourself to... to Seeing what this cunny looks like. Oh. If you go to his Instagram account and his, and this is what makes me think maybe he won't be taking this well. His Instagram handle is at Charles Martin at It's a Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to uh, treat it. Could be Charles Martin at It's Same. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's He's not going to change his him. name. He's still, <laughs> I'm always going to be It's Same Charles Martin at him. It's Same. same. Yeah. Hey, it's like I always say, It's Same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something that's not the same, well, or in fact, <laughs> is the same. <laughs> something that is very deliberately and almost prosecutably similar yes. <laughs> to Jet Set Radio. Team Reptiles, 
Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Mm. Cool name for a game. Very cool name for a company. Yeah. Team it, Reptile. Yeah. Mm. From what I've played, which is I think most of it now. Okay. I've not finished it quite, but it's not super long. Uh, it's a cool game. I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm having a good time playing Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. I I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I really dislike it, and I never played Jet Set Radio. Right. Um. Obviously, it's also similar to like uh, Tony Hawk and Rollerdrome and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I just I start the visuals. I uh really off-putting to okay, me and that's I, and I can't 90% of it yeah <laughs> and yeah. like it is it is doing the thing that it's trying to do very well right like this looks like a dreamcast game in a lot of ways and like more technically advanced in some ways than a dreamcast game could have been but like the 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 kind of low res textures mm, yeah the sort I of checked awkward the animations settings. <laughs> I was like what why does this look yeah. so yeah you got to go learn about the dreamcast <laughs> Well, and then come yeah. back once you've yeah, got your history. Yeah, the character models being like kind of flat yeah. sort of head and then just like features just sort of drawn on. Mm. It is like up and down Dreamcast style. Like yeah. that's what it's doing. And it does that really well. Right. So um, I'm, I didn't have a Dreamcast. I've never played Jet Set Radio. Always wanted to. And I am really loving this in, in spite of not... Uh, in spite of not having any attachment to right. the source material, in you know, I've seen clips and stuff of it. So, like the format of this is that the same as Jet Set Radio? Like the gameplay, its style, and everything they've taken all of that as well. A lot of it. So, um, I played Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future at the time, and really liked them at the time. And uh, this, like, is 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 similar in a lot of ways, but has more story in it which yep. is the one part of it where i'm like i could have done with a bit less of the cutscenes. they're mm. quite long and they're yeah. quite often mm-hmm. uh that that wasn't so much a thing and and they're that uh, they're that like old school style of cutscene too where you're just like reading cy- cycling through text while a little character on screen just kind of bops around yeah. but a lot of the stuff of like there being these different weird uh identical looking teams who will all dance at the exact same time to threaten you. And they're like, show us what you got motherfucker. And you've got to go around and spray paint everywhere to impress them. Mm-hmm. That That is what Jet Set Radio right. is. Right, so right. This Roller is skates like- only in Jet Set. And in this you're doing skates, the board, and the a bike, bike. Mm. yeah. So you which in- all control exactly yes. the same. Yes. It's just a matter of it's like, an aesthetic thing. Yeah, you get dropped into an area. You have to get the attention of a local crew by going and graffitiing over their tags. So they're kind of they'll sort of kind of shimmer. So you can sort yeah. of see them from a distance. Some of them are like you're having to do a combo and do a lot of like yeah grinding to get up speed to do a jump to get onto this roof. And then once you've done enough of them. They'll challenge you to a um, follow like a this two line minute, yeah. or like get more points than me, which are very easy to score. Like it's it's more about kind of platforming than like yeah, tricks yeah. like a Tony Hawk game. Yes. But that's kind of the flow. You you're going around looking for all the bits that you can tag. Then once you've done enough of them, you're doing like a yeah a point based uh, challenge, or, or it'll be like yeah copy exactly what I did. So go along this right. kind of line. Or then there'll be like a showdown where it's like you've got two minutes to get more points than the other team. And it's kind of with some little variations here and there. There's also these in between those levels. There's more of like your almost like your Mario Odyssey sort of standalone little not so much open area. Like 
kind of more direct platforming sort of segments that you do? Sure. Like to go and get every uh, little place where you can uh, plonk up a graffiti sign, which you're doing, by the way, by like when you skate past a, a area where you can tag, you're doing like basically a Android phone unlock screen. Yes. Yeah. A gesture. A, yeah. a, a little gesture with your <laughs> yes. thing where so often I'm like, let me draw a pentagram. <laughs> uh, you can't quite, but yeah. um, depending you on new ones that you can learn the which, which corner of the unlock thing you start from will yes. dictate which yep. particular piece of art you and I do think it's art put on the walls. <laughs> it is art. It's beautiful. Yeah, and this city is a, a, a hellscape future city mm. that seems actually fine. But there's a lot of cops, and that's probably. The other weakest part of this game is you're having to sometimes fight off like a helicopter or whatever. Yep, little guy in a jetpack. Yeah, snipers and stuff. And two things like the 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 story based. Now it's time to fight things. The combat stuff is bad, and it's yeah, uh, it's not built. It's weird because it does it. It is like yeah, they've they've really copied that era of game so precisely where it's like really narrow like throttled tutorial section mm-hmm. but then it just throws you into something where it hasn't told you what to do so it's like now fight these cops and it's like is there are they like combat control oh no yeah I'm just, yeah i'm just pushing the same button to jump and like if you do tricks near them, them you'll whack them yeah. and if you jump at the thing it'll get bashed and then eventually you can spray paint a bigger thing it's yeah like but it's kind it's of kind using of these like these same controls for doing tricks mm. it's 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 using these controls for something that it's that they're just like not really built for it kind of needs like one more little thing in there for combat, because the combat just feels just because a bit they're making you do so much of it. Because in the yeah. Jet Set Radio games, you were just avoiding cops. Yes, really, like right. it, you could like spray paint them to slow them down, and it'd get in their eyes and whatever. And that was cool as hell, dude. You have a cab, brother. Yeah. <laughs> but like you, you are being told to do so much of the combat that it is kind of irritating. Because also, when you're out in the the world, just between levels and whatever, they will get you will get heat. Which is like GTA stars, yep. yeah, and that happens so quickly yeah. when you're spray painting. They are swarming you with so many people that it uh, is just kind of you don't get time to enjoy the best part of the game, which is the more free form. Here's the level. Try and get to all these places by grinding on the rails and by get yep. figuring out which billboards to jump on to get to this point where you can spray paint. That's the fun bit, and it is interrupted by these cops which maybe it's trying to say something but like <laughs> i don't mind that element of it it does have a thing where you can go into these little portaloos to change your outfit and lose the i kind of like the thing of you're right it does escalate too quickly and then at the max level there just is so much heat on you that it's kind of impossible to do anything you just have to go change or you're getting yeah. shot or i like the idea of it just sort of having you know the, the better you're doing in the level kind of filtering that in a little bit i don't mind that it's just the speed of it it's yeah they're on you so quick and then there are areas where it like locks you in with the cops and it's like you just have to take out all of them and those are just like well why are these in here that's Mm. like not the fun part of the game but yeah the um the actual like skating around and doing the tricks i'm finding it controls really well it's got i i think it, it it yeah it is very tony hawk when you're just in the areas except it's done that roller drone thing of like you can't really fail like you can mm. end a combo but you can't you can't fall off you can't if you're midway through doing a flip in the air you're not going to like stack it and then have to like reset or anything like that it no, does it, a really good job of just being like 
you just want to go and be a maniac and get speed and and do as many fun tricks as quickly as you can. It's not about like pulling off the precision of like landing at the exact right angle or anything like right. that. Right. It's not looking for skill like that. It's like more about have fun platforming around this place because the grinds are And you've got like a double infinite. jump so you mm. can easily get yourself across to different areas. Yeah. It's much more about just exploring this little level. Yeah. Mm. Um, and like when you're grinding on a rail, you can lean into a corner and that will add to the multiplier yep. that uh, you're getting your score based on. So when you're doing the trick competition things it's really about that it's just about finding a good bunch of rails to go between and finding a line there and leaning in so often that the multiplier goes up yeah and then just pre- hammering the trick buttons in between yeah those. yeah but you're right ben like it's it's so like i've been wondering as i play it it's so style focused mm-hmm. like the look and the music and i i happen to love that aesthetic and love all the music that it's playing and i've been trying to think about like, yeah, if just the bare bones of this, if I was just playing this with a different look that wasn't as much to my tastes or just a, a more bland kind of look to it, would I be enjoying it? And it's it's almost impossible to, mm. to disconnect the two because it is so just like drenched in the style of like... And yeah, there are two kind of too much cutscene stuff, but I'm like, I'm not minding like the goofiness of the like futuristic story of like your your character has like... His head's been chopped off and replaced with a robot. By a and DJ so you, with like yeah. a metal vinyl <laughs> yeah. record. Yes. And so you're trying to find the person who cut your head off and it's like, I'm, I'm kind of into all that. It's like the yeah. only way to solve this mystery is if we take over the city by graphing everywhere. It's like, all right, I'm in. Let's that's, do it, boys. That's from the Jet Set games too where it's like, yeah, man, the most important thing in the world is graffitiing everywhere <laughs> and everyone thinks it's important. Yeah. And we got all these weird freaks who dress up like lizards and whatever who are... Yeah. <laughs> also so into it uh i i all that stuff the like the the very plain and uh almost egregious ripoff of jet set radio that it's doing mm. it's weird is really appealing to me as someone who enjoyed those games at the time but also it's like are you should this be legal it's, yeah it's strange. Right. you could put a screenshot of this side by side and i think yeah the uh, the layman who's not as tapped into jet set radio or this game would probably think they were the same thing. Like mm. they are like the palette they've used is so similar. Mm. Like all of the art direction is like basically the same. And I kind I do love that thing where a developer has just made it clear that they're never going to go back to a certain game that people love. So, you know, this is what's great about indie. Someone like this team can go and what you're seeing about this online of people who love those Jet Set Radio games and and wanted a new one are like this is this is those games brought into a modern context this is exactly what i wanted this is the game this is the game sega should be making I, I, right now to follow on the legacy of this game so it's really satisfying those people it is but it is also very it's like going hey led zeppelin's back because greta van fleet are playing a show yeah, like sure, no sure. no they aren't sure. led zeppelin was better and, right but this is the the closest that you're going to get mm. but it is also like this team are clearly very talented but you sort of go well what what would you say that they do you know there's there's barely there's not all that much of their own identity in this where typically when people are making like a spiritual successor or something that's been very inspired by something they start with the bones and then they kind of build their own stuff on top of it mm. and they by choice have not really done that with this so if you went what is a team reptile game at the moment you'd go oh they do a really good version of a ripoff of something else right. like if the, what like 
what would their next thing be? Like, where could they take their talents from here? Like, I sure. I really don't know. Like, probably just... I mean, that would be cool to be a dev who just, like, shamelessly takes old concepts that have not been touched in yeah. 15 years and goes, we're doing, oh, we're going to just do that. This is G0. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would not mind that at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm enjoying playing this and largely because it's like, yeah, remember this these fun get but it is like the levels aren't as well designed the the music is great Music's i'm really enjoying really, the really music good, yeah. it repeats slightly too often and like is just a little more grating than i remember finding the yeah. jet set radio and it makes so it's you just do these challenges to unlock new <coughs> tracks which again is a bit like just give me the just hammer me with 30 songs. And those are the things I'm enjoying most where you've got to go high five yeah. all of the the guys who are like set up in a try and do this line without mm-hmm. breaking the combo. I like that sort of thing. Mm. <laughs> that sort of thing's really up my alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just, it's not to the same caliber that those games were, but it is presented uh, very closely to those in a way that is like cool for me as someone who, who has... Uh, uh, appreciation for those those older games. I'm finding it like a really good, just like semi-brainless <laughs> kind of popcorn game, right? Where you just get on, you have a session, you're not doing any of these like challenges that are like, yeah, too crazy. You're not like, you know, getting to a point where you're throwing the controller across the room. No. You're not like, <laughs> you're not like sitting down to play it and really sinking into a story. You're just like, yeah, I'm listening to some cool music and I'm skating around. And I think drink what, a beer, do that for half an hour. When you're like, <laughs> when the game's letting you kind of flow with it, it's fun. Yeah. And it does interrupt itself a bit often with the cutscenes and with the cops and with the, all, all of that stuff for me. Like the, 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 the best times I've had with it so far. Yeah. Are when it's a little bit more open and going like, now, Jump around and enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's um, I yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's a shame. It's like it. It would be like a such a perfect like Game Pass game. You know, dip in, sure, mm. do a couple of levels, see if it's to your taste. Because yeah, I mean, if you've looked at the screenshots and that aesthetic is n- not doing it for you, then that's I think that's so much like a part of it's. You, you, that, that's huge, kind of yeah. there. There are you know there are certain games. It's like if you don't love the look of it, you can kind of get past it because what's underneath is like fully engaging enough but mm. this is like the yeah the actual gameplay of it is like fun but like pretty simple really and i think it's likely that um you would be more of a chance to enjoy the jet set radio games mm. than 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 this maybe than um, this pale copy this pale <laughs> imitation and like i am i am enjoying it though like i i, I think it's fun these cold-blooded motherfuckers <laughs> in the team reptile. They've even got the same number of syllables in the name. Oh my god! Jet Set Radio, Bomb Rush, Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, it's, it's all Bomb man. Funk, Cyberpunk. <laughs> Getting like red, youth red, and young manhood. <laughs> red string tied between these yeah. games as though you've discovered that they're similar. Yeah. Like, oh man, it goes all the way to the top. So like, it's funny. Yeah, you mentioned Tommy, like sort of the taking a concept that's been done but maybe left a bit by the wayside and adding a and and def actually adding your own identity mm. i that's why i love ollie ollie world it's uh, yes, you know it's sure it's i mean it's tony hawk but it's side scrolling and then that yep. style is like completely my taste yeah so, and also yeah music the customization the challenges like that that is my version of this game, I feel right. like. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I mean, I, I never played it, but uh, that, what was it called? <laughs> Skatebird. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah, that, that's kind of happened before they sort of did those Tony Hawk remasters. Mm. I feel like just Tony Hawk itself was 
a thing where people would go, oh, you're skateboarding, but it would, but at least even just it's such a simple thing, but going like, oh yeah, you little birds that are skating around, it's Tony Hawk, but it's not like right. It's not using the same, you know, getting a getting the same like punk music in the soundtrack and sure. having it be real guy and having it's like you're in a school now. Like it is, you know, still there's that Tinykins game that came mm-hmm. out last year because there'd been so long since a Pikmin game. Right. But it still was like different enough. It had its own art style. It mm-hmm. was like you're a guy in a in a you know big big environment. Um, you're a little guy with like little creatures, but it had puzzles a, it, to solve. Yeah, and it yeah, wasn't yeah. really doing the combat. It was still like right. it still it was clearly a like, hey, we're frustrated that a new one of these hasn't come out in ages. Mm. Here's our go at it. But yeah, I mean, we want people to, <laughs> we don't want people to just think of us as shameless ripoff merchants. And I, right. I weirdly do kind of respect that these guys are like, we just want there to be a new Jet Set Radio. So why fuck around with and it? It's clearly <laughs> a very reverential. Uh, uh, like interpretation of it They clearly like the Jet Set Radio games Because mm-hmm. like with the music uh, I forget his name But like one of the main people Who did music for the first two That gave it so much of its character Has done a song or two for this as Yeah well. right like They've really Fat Boy Slim <laughs> That's who it is <laughs> And they like they've nailed the sort of Tone of what those songs were like in the original two games right yep. um i really like the song that keeps going ass 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 <laughs> with through like a talk box mm-hmm. but it's it's the the level design in particular you can just feel the difference between like how good those jet set radio games were with it and that this just isn't quite hitting that same thing mm. so I guess it means that if someone like yourself, Ben, who comes to this without... <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> with, with, without the, like, give me more Finally. of this thing I liked. So mm. you're not taken in by the aesthetic of it mm-hmm. and it, sa- it sounds like repelled by it. <laughs> yeah. If they then don't have the same level of, like, but the game is so solid underneath. Yeah, sure. And it is decent, but, like, yeah, it's it's, it's not on the same level. You wonder if Sega are looking at... Because, yeah, the the... The people who have come to this wanting a new jet set are really into it. You wonder if Sega are looking at that and then, you know, if you had any sense, you'd go, all right, well, yeah, if we if we do a remaster mm. and, like, properly right. polish well, it they, off and make it current gen... They did one of Jet gonna, Set Radio, like, but that was, like, 10 years ago yeah, now or yeah. something. I, or just do a sequel if, yeah. they, if they can, if they still have the rights, if there's, you know... Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming probably a part of why they haven't is because I think a lot of the budget for this game went to the music. Right. And, like, doing such a music-focused game, it was the same with the Tony Hawk remasters mm-hmm. where, like, music is expensive... Drums don't buy themselves. Mm. That's so true. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what I haven't done it. I mean, it's Hi-Fi Rush as well. You know, like the this kind of game, this sort of yeah, music-focused platformer. Obviously, that is like a literally like um, rhythm game, rhythm yeah, rhythm combat. But it's, it's swirling around. Bring bring back yeah. the original. Now's that's the time. I mean, mm. yeah, that that is that's kind of what I was thinking as I've been playing this. Is like yeah, Hi-Fi Rush in its in its sort of style. Didn't really do it for me. And this does because it's a little goofier. It's a little more mm. cartoony. There's less of like the, yeah, there's there's less of like the voiced protagonist. It's like, yeah, yeah this guy, he's got a little robot head. It's like this is so mm. much more in my wheelhouse than like the writing of Hi-Fi Rush was, which is, yeah, right. similar music-based, all style. Yeah. You're either, yeah, that either grabs you or it doesn't. But, um, yeah, it's hard to know whether to, uh, yeah, how, how to recommend this one. I think if you liked the Jet Set Radio games and 
aren't so fast if one of them were to come out that wasn't as good as the older ones then this is cool this is that and mm-hmm. it for me like, like yeah always wanting to have played those and never having access right. to them this this I f- i'm really enjoying and like yeah not having that comparison to like i'm finding the level design kind of fine like yeah, I'm having I'm having a good time with it. So but if I those have always if, appealed to you aesthetically, maybe you'll enjoy it. Right. right. And if you've got no nostalgia for that, then you might come to be like, why does this look like a Dreamcast? Game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Bring uh, back yeah. Fur Fighters. Rema- remake. Oh, do a Toy Commander. Do a rip off of that Ooh. one next. <laughs> Man, the Dreamcast was so fucking cool. I remember my cousin had a Dreamcast, my older cousin, mm. and he, uh, oh God, I remember sitting with him and playing Shenmue and shit, oh. and we got to the, at the end of Shenmue, there's a bit where you fight a bunch of people, and I remember vividly him saying, oh, this is the sort of thing that turns a good game into a great game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's, wow. that's where I got all of my reviewing acumen That's from. great. A guy from my high school. Just loving Shenmue. <laughs> yeah. Those were the days. Yeah. A guy from my high school has been... Selling a bunch of old video game stuff, and he put up a Dreamcast the other day. Oh, and I was, yeah, I was very tempted. He also put up this made me laugh. He put up a bunch of PlayStation stuff, and there was like in the top corner of the image, there was something that he'd kind of like crossed out, but sort of lazily with just the like you know just the draw tool, yeah. Like, and it, it was a gun, and I was like looking oh, yeah. at it, thinking for a second, I thought, this is so funny that this guy owns a handgun and he's. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I don't want people to see this. And then I went kind of digging around and he's like, Facebook Marketplace like deletes this images of this, but this is a PS like gun. And I was yeah, like, damn, right. there, was, there was part of me being like, holy shit, this guy just owns, <laughs> this guy just owns a handgun. And, and he's, he's laid like, it out. Not with bothered the- to move. He's like <laughs> yeah. taking the photo and then been like, Oh, I can't be fucked taking it again. Yeah. Oh, I'll just cross this out. <laughs> I was like, wow, I've just stumbled across the fact that this guy from my high school is the dumbest muck- motherfucker of all time. But as it turns out, <laughs> the Joker was me. <laughs> well, that's going to do us for this week on Filthy Casuals. Thank you for listening. Head to filthycasuals.com.au for the links to all the stuff that we have going on. Yes, when we confirm pr- fully our packs thing, we'll obviously be posting that everywhere. Um, but if it'll, you it'll are, be on their like yeah. schedule. Yeah, as well, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I think course. we have to send yeah. them a picture of an eraser and say, "Won't be needing this." Yeah, and true, true, that's true. The Cross out our gun in the background. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you were already going to packs, which I, yeah, like I said, I think has to be the case. Saturday evening time, can leave it free. We'll probably go out for a beer afterwards. Yeah. So it'll be nice to see as many of the filth as possible. Yeah, we'll do something fun for sure. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. Check out the uh, Patreon. Get mm. a bonus episode every week where we talk about movies and uh, TV shows and other pop culture stuff that ain't video games. Yeah, we're doing a few w- weeks of like genre stuff. Yeah. yeah. Soon? Starting next week? Uh, yeah. 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 Like sort of Agatha Christie style murder mysteries, fantasy stuff, yes. and sci-fi stuff will be yeah. the three. Yeah, so just a big yeah, big grab bag of uh, films and stuff, Rewatching some ones we've seen. Yep. But uh, yeah, fun doing... over there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Check all of that out. Check out the YouTube. We've got the Let's Plays. We've got one-off videos. We've got... Uh, video ep- like a video of the episodes of yes. the show every week if you want to watch it. You get all of the uh, 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 
Bandcamp episodes if you sign up for the Patreon too. Yes. And if you're not on the Patreon but you still want to listen to them, they're on Bandcamp. And the most recent one was a uh, thing where we tried to make the greatest game ever by taking elements of other games and we called it Frankenstein's Monster. Yes. Let me tell you, I think people are confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny. And yes. it's a shame because it's a, it's a very funny couple of hours oh, of audio. Yeah, yeah. And that's available for uh, whatever price you want to pay. As long as Australian that price is at more. least a dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, you're right. If you sign up to like the content tier of Patreon, ten bucks a month US, uh, I believe, if it's still that, I think so. Yeah, uh, you get all every, all of the the, the the premium episodes, the bonus stuff. Uh, you get to weigh in on big games. You get to yeah. see the whole kit. And yeah, Kabuda. early. There's a whole it's, bunch. It's of all stuff. there, baby. Yeah. It's all good stuff. Yeah, we'll see you next week. We're going to be talking Armored Core, and we're going to be talking the Gran Turismo oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, are we still okay? That I, I thought yeah, that was okay. the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sure. Factor yeah. that in somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll at least be talking Armored Core. Yeah. I'm probably going to end up having to see it on my birthday. Happy fucking birthday oh, to me. Yeah. <laughs> Suffering through a terrible movie. Fuck. Uh, so I've, yeah, I've heard it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, fine, which, uh, yeah. I haven't heard it's terrible. No, to we'll be, be chatting that yeah. if you want to. If you want to make time to yeah. check that out before next week's episode yeah. drops. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals, it's a no longer to me. Oh. oh. There'll be a million headlines that say exactly fucking that. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.